to Let's Listen, a podcast that lets you experience the greatest video game stories of all time. My name is Sam Hillestad, and this is episode four. Previously on Let's Listen, the group was running out of food, and they just got another mouth to feed in Ben, an awkward teenager that they saved, who has some bad news. It's not the bite that makes you turn. Everyone comes back. It doesn't matter how you died. Their fortunes seemed to turn, though, when a mysterious pair of brothers showed up, promising food in exchange for gas. Danny and Andy were their names, and they invite the group to their family's dairy farm. They have plenty of food and even an electric fence, but things aren't as safe as they seem, and Mark, another new character, ends up getting shot with an arrow by some bandits. Lee and Danny go into the woods looking for revenge. They came across a campsite that belonged to a woman named Jolene, but she wasn't with the bandits. Lee had just found Clem's hat in her tent, along with a video recorder, when all of a sudden she snuck up on them, armed with a crossbow and a crazy look in her eyes. And that's where we pick up. This is episode four of Let's Listen. I'm putting this arrow right through your balls. Yeah, right through. String them up on that tree. Then I'ma head down to that farm and shoot every goddamn person I see. Put down the crossbow. No, sir, I need it. I need it to kill you fuckers. <laughs> Go on, tell him, boy. Tell him what you got in mind. Oh. God damn it! The two of them stare at the woman's dead body, blood coming out of the hole in her head. Well, thanks. I guess. Well, you're welcome. I guess. Denny looks pissed. <sighs> and Lee looks resigned. He didn't know what else to do. It's a clean shot, though. Right through the forehead. That's good shooting right there. Still, what a waste. So, that's it. We going back? If they ain't here, I don't know where they are. And it ain't a good idea to go tromping through the woods looking for them. So yeah, we head back. Once they see this, they'll get the message. Danny steps over the woman's body and kneels down and pries the crossbow out of her hands. He looks pleased with his new weapon. Come on. Lee starts to follow Danny as they leave the campsite, but... He looks back at the carnage they just left behind, and back at the tent where he found Clementine's hat and that bloody rabbit. There's the recorder that he found as well, and just a lot of mysteries they're leaving behind. Who was this woman, and why did she have Clem's hat? It's all unclear, but the screen fades to black, and when we see them next, the two of them are back at the dairy. Man, that was a hell of a ride, huh? Jesus, Danny. What? You ain't getting soft on them, are you? Not after what they did to your friend. You're back! What happened? Handled it, Mama. Danny walks away, and Lee goes up to Brenda, who's sitting on the doorstep, and she has something sort of mysterious to say. This isn't what Terry would have wanted. Terry? My husband. Miss him every day. Then screw it up for everybody, then, why don't you? Oh, calm down, princess. I'll do it myself. 
but some things haven't changed. Kenny and Lily are, once again, bickering over something. What's going on with them? Don't know. Squabbling, looks like. A lot of tension with y'all, huh? In the horizon, we can see some dark thunderclouds building, and we see a flash of lightning. Yeah, you could say that. We don't exactly see eye to eye on how we should be doing things. Well, it's probably just the hunger talking. And Lee, don't worry your head about them bandits. I'm sorry you've seen more violence than I'd have thought in your short time, but you all are safe here. Don't worry. Think I'll go have a look around. Don't wander too far. Dinner will be ready before you know it. And thank your friend Koch again for me. She and the kids are in the barn with the cow. That woman is a lassie. There's thunder rumbling in the distance, but it hasn't started to rain yet. Lee goes over to the barn to check on Katya and the kids. Lee opens the door to the barn and the first thing he sees is Katya, the kids, and Andy were all gathered around a cow. The cow is enormous, clearly pregnant, resting on the ground, and Clem is standing next to it in awe and seems to want to pet it. It's okay, Clementine. You can pet her. She still seems nervous, though. She looks at Lee. It's okay. Go ahead. Slowly and still sheepishly, Clem bends down and just gently touches the cow. Whoa. Katya says Mabel could have her baby tonight. We'll see, Clementine. Lee sees a weird-looking box next to Duck. What's this thing? Daddy said it's called a salt lick. Yeah, but don't lick it. It's gross. Lee looks suspicious. Did you lick it? I don't know. Embarrassed, she turns around. But Lee comes up to try to comfort her. Here, Clementine. And he hands her back her hat, which she had been missing. My hat! You found it! And she looks just overjoyed. I knew you'd find it! You said you would! Listen, did you give your hat to anyone? No. Did you see any strangers around the motor inn who might have taken it? No. Why? It's probably nothing. Just let me know if you ever see anything like that. Okay, I will. Hey, Lee, do you think you'll ever have kids? Lee looks taken aback at the question. I don't know. I haven't thought about having kids in a long time. Well, thanks for finding my hat. You're welcome, Clem. Do you want to pet the cow with me? Nah, but you go on ahead. She eagerly gets back to petting her cow. Hey there, Andy. Yeah? Lee turns to talk to Andy, who's just sitting there watching. We met this woman up in the woods. She seemed to know your brother. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he probably talks a little more than he ought to. Lee decides to drop the subject for now. How's the cow? Well, better now we got Doc on the case. With nothing left to say, Lee starts exploring the rest of the barn. Thanks. Yep. And for those who don't know what a salt lick is, it's literally a block of salt that you give to animals, usually horses and cows, because in their usual diets, they don't get any salt at all. So you give it to them, they lick it to get their uh, those essential nutrients. And that's what Clementine may or may not have licked herself. So as Lee is going around, he's checking in these stall doors. 
there's nothing really in any of them except for hay. And then in the back, there is this giant red door with a really heavy-duty padlock on it. Lee goes in to have a closer look, and Kenny comes up from behind him. You found it too, huh? Kenny looks extremely serious. Lee, they're hiding something behind this door. I got a quick look. They got boxes of stuff and something metal and sharp. Don't get paranoid. It's my job to be paranoid, Lee. I got my whole family on this farm right now. How about you? What about Clem? I'll protect her no matter what. I know you will. Look, that guy with Katya, what's his name? He locked it up real tight the second we came in. I definitely heard a noise back there, Lee. What? My point is we gotta know for sure. So go find a hammer or something and I'll have this thing off in a second. You back me up in case them farmers come running. Hang on, man. Think this through. You smash the lock. Then what if it turns out you're wrong? You just fucked your chance to get a good meal in those kids you're trying to protect. Use your head, Kenny. All right, Professor. What'd you have in mind? Let me have a look at what we're dealing with first. Lee has a closer look at the lock, and it is heavy duty, but there are some screws that maybe he could loosen. Hey, Lee, you know how to pick a lock, right? No. Why would you say that? Well, you're, you know, urban? Oh, you are not saying what I think you're saying. Jesus, man, I'm from Florida. Crazy shit just comes out of my mouth sometimes. Sorry. Lee shakes his head and goes back to inspecting the lock. Hmm. What? See those screws? Instead of breaking the padlock, we can just take off the assembly, have a peek inside, and then replace it all again like nothing ever happened. All right. Sounds like you got a plan. I'll hang around and keep an eye on that guy with the cow. Andy. Shit, I, th I thought that was Danny. Whatever. Can I help you boys find something? Andy walks over looking menacing and not at all happy about their snooping. Just checking out the barn here. Never been to a dairy farm before. Just don't roam around without me or Danny. The farm can be a dangerous place. You know, the bandits and all. Sorry about your friend. Andy turns to leave, but then says, Hey, uh, do me a favor. Don't fuck around with this door, okay? Just, you know, mama gets nervous. Andrew, I need your help again. Katya calls him. No problem. Right away, Doc. Lee and Kenny share a knowing glance with each other, and they know what they have to do. So Lee goes back to Andy and the cow and Katya and the kids and tries to think of a way to distract him so they can get a chance to mess around with the door. Exactly what he doesn't want them to do. Hey there, Andy. Yeah? Andy looks up and waits to hear what he has to say. Danny mentioned he needed something. Did he say what? Shit, I, I can't remember now. Sorry. <sighs> alright, alright. Be right back, Doc. And so just like that, Andy gets up and leaves. Lee immediately starts looking around for a screwdriver or something he can maybe use to get those screws loose. Okay, let's do this. False alarm. I'm back. But Andy comes back almost immediately, and Lee has to turn to Duck to try to make it seem like he's interested. Have I missed anything? No, not really. It smells funny in here. Clem smiles and perks up. Like duty. <laughs> Kids, 
Katya shoots them a scolding look. But now Lee is left wondering what to do next. He knows he has to distract Andy somehow, and he knows he needs to find a way to open that door in the back. But there's no way to do it in the barn. So he leaves, and once he's outside, the first thing he sees is Larry and Brenda chatting it up on the stoop. (laughs) So, how does a woman like yourself run this whole place? Oh, I manage just fine. Plus, I have my boys to help out. I couldn't do it without them. Lee shakes his head, and you can almost see him wondering, why the hell can't Larry be like that all the time? Now that he's outside the barn, you can hear two things. One, there's the rumbling of thunder in the background as the storm clouds are brewing. And two, there's a generator near this workstation where there's a saw and a work table and a table of tools. I'm just going to borrow this for a second. And conveniently on top, there's a multi-tool that Lee decides to borrow. As Lee keeps exploring the area outside the barn, he sees Lily, who's over by the gazebo. She's standing by herself and looking into the thunderclouds very pensively. And honestly, Lee looks concerned as well. What's going on, Lee? Did something happen? And now we can see that she's not just pensive, she's agitated. It's nothing. Everything's fine. And Lily doesn't seem to quite believe him. How do you feel about leaving the motor in? I don't know. If we'd just stayed where we were, then Mark wouldn't have ended up with an arrow in his shoulder. Lee agrees, but he wants to talk about Kenny. What were you and Kenny arguing about when I came back from the camp? He's losing it, Lee. He comes over and starts talking about searching the barn and that these people are hiding something. The way I see it, we just need to skip the dinner and get our food to go. But I'm starting to think your friend over there has another agenda. She's talking about Kenny, of course, but Lee wants to discuss Larry. Dad still treats me like I'm some kind of asshole. Yeah, well, don't expect that to change. That's just how he is. How do you put up with him? Look, my dad can be an ass sometimes, I know that. But he's not a bad guy. He just... he's got a lot of pain. He's been through so much, and lost... Pretty much everything. And it's hardened him, you know? Yeah, he's bitter and hateful, but that's all just to protect himself. And me. All he's got left in the world is me. And that goes both ways. So yeah, he's probably gonna keep treating you like crap, but that's just because he still has one thing left to care about. So don't judge him. And don't judge me for sticking by him. He's my dad. And I love him. Lee looks over at Larry, who's still laughing it up with Brenda, and seems to understand a little bit more. I'm gonna go check things out. Watch yourself, Lee. And as they were talking, things were getting darker and darker, and the wind was picking up, and at this point it's clear. A storm is coming. But before it gets here, Lee needs to find some answers. He has the multi-tool, he just needs to figure out how to use it. There is the generator nearby, which is powering the fences, and Lee considers maybe doing some sort of sabotage with that. But first, he wants to talk to Danny and Brenda to see if he can get any answers from them. He goes over to Danny, who's sitting alone by himself on a tree stump, stroking his gun. Hello. 
Glad I got to use her today. Lee gives him a look. My girl here. And Danny holds up his rifle proudly. You really like that gun. What's not to like? It's just a gun. That's where you're wrong. This is Charlotte. She's as faithful as a starving ham when you got a bone in your pocket. Lee looks utterly confused, but decides not to press the issue. How do you run this place with just one cow? Used to have more. They get hungry too. Or sick. Got your doctor friend here now, though. You guys must trade for a lot of fuel to keep the generators running, right? People get hungry, and a few loaves of bread fetch a high price. Y'all are luckier on this side of the deal now. And with that, Danny has nothing left to say. He goes back to stroking his gun. I'm gonna go wait for supper. Charlotte. It'll be a good one. Thoroughly creeped out, Lee backs away slowly from him. And he goes up to the stoop to talk to Brenda. Larry is still there, chatting her up, but when he comes, Larry abruptly uh, walks away. We'll finish talking later. Which gives Lee his opportunity to get some answers from Brenda. You been getting along with Larry? (laughs) He's just a big old sweetheart, ain't he? Uh... Don't know if I would have used those words exactly. Don't judge, honey. This world is bringing out the worst in people. But if you really look, you'll catch a glimpse of humanity every now and then. She smiles proudly at her own platitude. How's Mark doing in there? Best patient I ever had. Oh, my boys get so much as a scratch and start hollering. He could definitely teach them a thing or two about being tough. I'd still like to check on him. You're gonna have to trust me on this, Lee. I've helped stitch my share of wounds. I know what I'm talking about. Brenda's physically blocking the way in, so Lee doesn't have much of a choice. We ran into some trouble out there. I was just glad you two weren't hurt. Those bandits just don't know when to quit. But my boys, they can hold their own. Given what he's seen, Lee doesn't disagree. Before she died, we met a woman out there at her camp. She wasn't one of those bandits. Sounded like they did something pretty bad to her. And your marauders are still out there. I think all them folks out in the woods had drug problems. What does that have to do with anything? Means you can't trust them. Any of them. Lee looks baffled at this, but again, decides not to press the issue. He has more important things to discuss, so he cuts right to the heart of the matter. Still trying to be discreet about it, though. So, what are y'all keeping the barn back there? Besides cows, I mean. Well, someone's getting a little curious, aren't they? I don't mean to pry. It's nothing interesting, I can promise you that much. Just some odds and ends. Takes a lot to run a farm, you know. Think I'll go have a look around. Kinda peaceful out here, ain't it? Enjoy it while you can. You'll probably start hearing those monsters frying against the fence before too long. So leave just backs away and turns around and walks off without saying anything. And he goes over toward the generator where he still thinks that maybe he can provide some sort of diversion if he can sabotage it. and That'll get Andy to come out and inspect it. So he walks over to where the generator is running. There's a big can of fuel next to it. And he takes a closer look at it. There's an off-on button and a panel underneath it, and Lee decides the easiest thing to do is just to turn it off. 
so he does, and then just walks away and tries to play it cool. And right on cue, Andy comes out of the barn and sees what's up. Damn, this thing is the worst piece of shit. Something's always tripping the breaker. But all he needs to do is press the on button and the generator is up and running again. Andy walks away, back toward the barn, and Lee has another opportunity to see what he can do with the generator. So now this time, instead of just pressing the off button, Lee takes a look at the panel underneath it and starts unscrewing the screws there to see what's inside. There you go. He gets it open and inside there's a motor and a belt running really, really fast. Ow! Damn it! Thing is moving fast! He tries to use the multi-tool to slow it down or something, but it doesn't work. So instead he turns the whole thing off and then takes the belt out entirely. There, that should do it. This attracts Andy again. He comes out of the barn and goes over to investigate. Fucking Danny, where'd he find this piece of shit? Oh, fucking thing through a belt. Damn it, Tom. Oh, son of a fuck. Oh, this take forever. He kneels down next to the generator and starts tinkering around with it. Now he has his attention fully devoted to it, so Lee can sneak back into the barn. Inside, Kenny is back by the door that they want to get into, tapping his foot anxiously, waiting for Lee to get back to him. Katya and the kids are still next to the cow. And then the dinner bell rings. Mom! Dad! Dinner time! It's dinner time! Okay, honey, let's get that. Duck urges Kenny to come. Dad! Dad! Come on! Let's eat! Kenny, come along, honey. Kenny, come on. Don't make the children wait. I'll make an excuse for you. Get that thing off. And so Kenny, Katya, and the kids go off to the main house for dinner, leaving Lee behind to investigate the door himself. He looks at the lock, which is really heavy duty, but it does have four screws that he can loosen now with the tool. So he gets to work, unscrewing them as quickly as he can because he doesn't want to draw any suspicion from the people waiting inside for him. He gets each of them unscrewed and gets the whole lock to fall off. And he opens the doors and inside there's a bloodbath, literally bath covered in blood, saws and bear traps and blood all over the floor. Boy, didn't you hear the bell? And behind him, there's Andy. Dinner time. Lee turns around slowly, but instead of playing it cool. What the hell you got in that back room? Look, we have food here, but Danny and I still gotta do a lot of hunting to keep everyone fed. When we catch something in the woods, we skin it and dress it back there. Mama doesn't like us to make a mess in the house, so so you see, nothing to worry about. Lee looks like he has a lot to worry about. Instead of questioning him more though, he just walks right past him. The screen goes black, and when we see everyone next, they're in the main house in the dining room, which is set up for an absolute feast with candles and huge plates of meat. Oh, Brenda, you wow. are Andy's walking in front of us now. Oh, Excuse me, miss. We had to block the back door after a walker got upstairs. Don't worry. That was a while ago, and 
Ain't been back inside since. Everybody sit down. I'll go get the meal. Oh, this is a delight. I could eat a horse. Everyone's gathered at the table. Where's Mark? Except for Mark. Now don't you worry about him. I've already brought some food up. You just let him rest. Lee isn't buying any of it. Mind if I wash my hands first? Bathroom's right outside in the hall. And be sure to get under your nails. You've been mucking around in the dirt all day. And so Lee leaves the dining room. And he knows this is his chance to see where Mark is and see what else they might be hiding. And instead of going to the bathroom, Lee starts very carefully walking up the stairs. Each step is precarious, though, because you never know when there might be a... He stops. But no one notices, and he keeps walking up the stairs. He gets to a landing at the top, and there's a doorway there to the bedroom. He goes inside, and at the back, there's a bookshelf, and there's a light coming from under it. Is that blood? And there's also a trail of blood in front of the bookshelf. He goes over to it and starts pushing it out of the way to see what could be behind it. And it seems like behind the bookcase there's a door, meaning the bookcase is locking the door from the outside. He gets the bookcase out of the way and opens the door, and he finds Mark inside, lying in a pool of his own blood, with his legs chopped off at the knee. What the hell happened? to your legs, man. Don't eat dinner. Lee, did you fall in? <laughs> Dinner's on the table and everyone's having a How on earth did y'all get barbecue meat? Clementine. Lee realizes that Clementine is about to eat human meat. He rushes down the stairs to stop her before she can. Everyone else is starting to dig in. Duck grabs a biscuit. Larry takes a bite of the meat. Lee rushes into the dining room and looks right at Clem. Don't eat that! Everyone looks at him like he's crazy. Uh-huh. Lee doesn't know quite what to say. Lee, Jesus, man. Did you find something? And Larry's having none of this. Oh, sit your ass down, Lee. This lady has made you a meal. Yeah, Lee, what's gotten into you? He just had a start. He could use some goddamn manners. He gestures right at Brenda. This woman right here is fucking insane! This woman made you a home-cooked meal, you ungrateful shit. Show some respect. Thank you, Larry. You don't even have the decency to take a hand out when you're offered one. It just makes me sick. Really does. That's enough, Larry. Ken, maybe we should... Hang on, Cat. Just keep Duck close. That woman just fed you a man's legs. And she's the insane one? Ha! Lee, what the hell is wrong with you? Larry waves her off. Don't indulge him, Lily. There's always something with this guy. Katya grabs Duck's plate. Mom, I was eating that. What is going on? They're picking us off to trade as me. You're out of your skull. Mark is upstairs right now with no legs. Brenda, tell me he's not being eaten right now. Brenda sighs, drops her head down, looks disappointed in us, and then says... It's true. Everything could have turned out okay for you folks. He would have died anyway. We gotta think about living. Settle down, honey. 
growing up in rural Georgia, you're taught not to waste. It's how I was raised and how I raised my boys. Now, you got monsters roaming around that do nothing but eat people. And for what? To continue to rot till they eat some more. We think we can put that meat to better use. You're all sick. Sick in the head. Lee, that's not a very nice thing to imply. Lee takes stock of the room. He knows he has them outnumbered. Andy is right. We go after folks who were gonna die anyways, one way or another. But Andy has his gun. Like y'all. And Danny has his rifle, Charlotte. For the moment, nobody moves. And then... Kenny, get your gun! Kenny, no! But the brothers are too fast. Nobody's going anywhere! And they have their guns trained on all of us now. We got lots of use for y'all right here. And he takes Kenny's gun away, and we're at their mercy now. What the what? The fucking black Put fuck. your guns down! We're walking out of here! Don't go near my fucking Mommy, family! I don't want to die. Mommy, what did I eat? Everyone, everything will be okay! Clementine looks at Lee, Lee? begging for help. Lee! He wants to. <coughs> but Danny grabs her by the hair and points the gun at her. Let go of her, you son of a bitch! Lee tries to rush toward her, but Andy has his gun on him now. And then... From the stairwell, we see Mark appear, with no legs, crawling, with just his arms, leaving a trail of blood behind them. He looks at the group, Please. and reaches out toward us, Someone. <gasps> with everyone distracted, Lee thinks maybe he has an opportunity, and he hits him with the butt of his gun, and everything goes black. Now we see the world from a first-person perspective. Open the goddamn door! Lee's eyes are just barely you not opening. Keep us in here. We see Lily in the corner, Open coughing something up. We see Clem right next to us, trying to wake us up. Yo, fucking bastards! Lily is still really struggling in the corner. Open this door, goddammit! I will knock the Lee, goddamn Dad, door down! Stop. Clem finally gets Lee to wake up. It was a person. They tried to make us eat a person. But you didn't do it. No. The rest of us did, goddammit! If you hadn't dragged your feet- Come on, Dad. Now's not the time. We can see clearly now that we are trapped in a very small room. What happened? The man hit you. They threw us in the meat locker. Lee, we gotta get out of here. If they so much as touch my family, I'll kill those sons of bitches. Let us out, you sons of bitches! Dad! Larry turns to Lee. This goddamn thumbsucker was the one who brought us here! Will you all just shut the fuck up? I'm scared. Don't be. It's gonna be okay. I'm gonna find us a way out of here. Larry turns back to the door to the meat locker and just keeps hitting it over and over again. Of course, to no avail. Lee looks at Clem. Don't give up. We're gonna find a way out of here. Can I help? Sure, honey. You keep your eyes open for exposed screws or loose panels. Anything we can pry away to open a passage out of here. Okay. Now we finally get a better look of the room. And it's very small. There's not much in here. Salt Except for a bunch of those salt licks from earlier. Pretty heavy. Think we could heave it through the door? Nah, door's too solid. Lee picks one up, and it is quite heavy. But Kenny's right. The door is far too solid for it to do any help there. There is an air duct, though, that Clem sees. I'll break that damn door down! Dad, you can't get- uh, But then, Larry grabs his chest. Easy! It is clearly in a ton of agony. And he falls and hits the floor. His eyes close and he stops moving. No. Lily falls to the ground Dad, next to him. Dad, come on! And starts shaking. Dad! Him, but he won't move. God, 
If he stops she breathing, starts giving him CPR. I think he's had a heart attack. Shit. Is he dead? He's not dead! Somebody help me! A look of horror falls across Kenny's face. If he's dead... He's not dead! But Lily doesn't want to believe it. What has to happen? Kenny looks at think Lee. Think about it. You saw that poor bastard at the motel? How fast he turned? What are you saying? Lily, I'm sorry. I truly, truly am. But in a few minutes, we're going to be stuck in a locked room with a six foot four, 300-pound, seriously pissed-off dead guy. Fuck you! We can bring him back! Lee! Lee stays quiet for now. Warn him later. But right now, we have to keep him from coming back. No! God damn it, Kenny! He's not dead! Lily keeps desperately performing CPR, pounding on her father's chest over and over Maybe again. You're right. No, god damn it! My dad survived worse than this! Lee is struggling with the decision, Look, though. Kenny, back at the drugstore when we all thought Duck was bitten, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe we should do the same now. That was different. Duck wasn't bitten. But come on! We know this guy's not gonna make it. Remember what Ben said. Gotta destroy the brain. Kenny picks up one of the heavy salt licks. Come on, Lee. You can't be in the middle on this one. You gotta have my back this time. God damn it, Lee. I need you! Please help me! Here, Lee is a decision to make. Come on, Dad. He can side with Come Lily on. and hope Larry makes it, or he can put an Wait, end to it all right here and now. You're right, Kenny. Let's get you this over. You fucking monster! He sides with Kenny. Both of you! I don't want to see. I'm sorry, Lily. No, no, no! Get Lily covers me. her father with her body. Don't do this! And Lee has to pry her off of him. No! No, no, no! She's struggling now, desperately. And she slips out of his grasp, but Lee has to stick to it. No! Please! Finally, he gets her off of him. No! And then Kenny comes with the salt lick. And now the salt lick is where Larry's head used to be. God help us. With his brains splattered across the small room. I'm sorry. I Don't know you we... fucking touch me! Clementine. Lee goes to comfort Clem. Clem. Who's in the corner sobbing. You okay? Why, Lee? Lily said he wasn't dead. And now he has to explain his decision to a horrified Clem. He, he was dead, Clementine. But what if he wasn't? He was, I, I promise. She doesn't seem entirely convinced. I know, I know. But you gotta be strong right now. I need you to be strong. Think about something else, something hopeful. Like what? On the spot, Lee frankly struggles to come up with something. But eventually he says... Getting out of here. We're gonna get out, right? You found a way out? I'm working on There it. really isn't that much to look for, though. The room is really small, and a lot of it is still taken up by Larry's dead body and Lily you, standing uh, over him. You think maybe we were too hasty? He goes over to Kenny. Only one important thing right now. Who's covered in Larry's blood. Get out of here. We did what we had to. What now? You got any ideas? The air conditioner. There might be a duck behind it. Oh, God. What are they doing to Katya and Duck? He buries his face in his hands, and Lee goes over to check out the air conditioning unit. There ought to be an air duct behind this unit. Maybe big enough for one of us to fit through. It looks pretty small, though. I don't know, Lee. Seems like a long shot. Clem walks up. Does the air conditioner come off? I think I could take it off if I had something to remove the screws. But then he remembers. Multi-tool. He checks his pockets. Of course they took it. Shit. Maybe there's something else we could use. I've got a rock. Ah, a rock won't help. But a coin might do the trick. Do you have a coin? Mm-mm. Lee takes a closer look, and he's right. There are some screws that he could take off if he had 
that multi-tool or coin. He tries to see if maybe they're just loose enough to do by hand. It's not coming off that way. But of course they aren't. Lee looks around the rest of the room, which, again, is mostly empty. But then he looks at Larry's body and has an idea. Get away. I just need to... I told you to get the fuck away! Lily's on her knees next to her dad's corpse. Lee walks over and kneels down next to her and tries a different approach. I'm sorry. Don't talk to me, Lee. Don't fucking talk to me. You've got to pull yourself together, Lily. Why? For your sake? So you can feel better about... about what you did? For your own sake. Right. Because you fucking care so much about me. I think I may have found a way out of here. But I need something to remove the screws on the air conditioner. If you had something I could use as a screwdriver or a coin or something... No. What about him? Look, I know this is a terrible time for it, but uh, back at the motor inn, Larry... Larry mentioned something about keeping coins in his pockets. In other words, my father's more useful to you dead than alive. If he was alive and had the key to getting us out of here, do you think he'd keep it to himself? What do you want? My blessing to loot his corpse? Your permission. (sighs) Do what you have to do. She leans back and gives Lee enough space to, as she put it, loot his corpse. He looks back at Lily. Any idea which pocket he keeps his change in? She shakes her head in disgust. Fucking vulture! He bends down close to Larry, or what's left of him, and he starts rifling through his pockets. Here we go. Two quarters. And a dime. He gets lucky. The first pockets he checked. So he gets up and goes over to the air conditioning unit. screws and get this unit off. And he gets to work. He tries the dime first. And they actually come off really easily now. He gets the first one off and Kenny comes over. You got it? Yeah. One more should do it. And he gets to work on the second one. And again, it comes off really easily. Then he grabs the air conditioner from both sides and rips it off from the wall. There's our way out, Lee. Revealing a very small but very real air ducts that they can escape from. Looks like it'll probably lead right into that back room. It's too small for us to fit through. I can do it. And so Clem walks over, looking very tentative, but very steadfast. She wants to do it. You know you don't have to do this, right? I know. I just want to go home. This will help us get back home. <sighs> okay. And so Lee gives her a boost up, and then she looks back at him. You're gonna be fine. What do I do when I get out? See if you can get to the other side of that door and open it. And with that, she crawls off into the darkness and disappears. This leaves Lee and Kenny on the other side, nervously waiting, listening, hearing her crawling around in the air ducts, but not knowing what she's doing or what's happening or if she's safe. And then... They hear a gasp from inside as they look at each other helplessly. Lee looks almost panicked, but there's nothing he can do until the door to the meat locker swings open. Are you okay? Did anyone see you? No, but there's a man outside. Lily is still on the ground, though. Lily. Lying on top of her dad. Leave me alone. Lee, I can see him. It's not safe in here. For God's sake, Lee. Didn't even get to say goodbye. Kenny waves Lee over. Get in here. 
got an idea. And Lee looks back at Clem. Stay here. Take care of Lily, okay? I will. She nods and Lee walks off to join Kenny. And when we see them again, they're in the room that Lee stumbled upon earlier. The room with the blood and the bathtub and the bear traps and the saws. The room where clearly they're dismembering people so that they can eat them piece by piece. Kenny stands there looking on it for the first time in utter horror. I told you there was something up with this room. It's a goddamn human slaughterhouse. And he's right. As Lee looks around, we see all manner of saws and blades and even jars with some sort of human organs inside of them. Ugh, I think I'm gonna be sick. And in the corner, there's... It's essentially a large bathtub just full of blood. God, what's wrong with these people? And above it is the vent that Clem must have come through. Maybe I shouldn't have sent Clementine through there. This room would give anybody nightmares. Kenny comes back now to share what he's found from scouting ahead. So what's the plan? That dumbass is so caught up in his own rant that we could probably sneak right up on him. Just stick behind me in case anything goes down. When we get to the front, grab his gun. Sounds good. Okay, you ready? Before they leave, though, Lee grabs a hay hook that's laying around. Let's go. Stay close. It's some sort of farming tool that has two long hooks that look like they could do some serious damage. Of course, it's also covered in blood. We can see Danny, the younger brother, sitting on a bale of hay at the end of the barn, muttering to himself. I didn't do nothing. They just treat me like I'm some kind of screw-up. He has his gun next to him and is clearly distracted. Lee and Kenny start sneaking, but then the older brother comes. Oh shit! Just guarding the place, like you said. The two of them sneak into one of the stalls, and they keep absolutely as quiet as possible. What's he doing out there? I don't know. Not the kid. I'll keep an eye on him. Be ready to act when I say. See what he's doing now. Oh, I know, man. This is hey, my favorite right too. When I let one think they can just walk right out. Lee opens the door to the stall just to take a peek. He's inside. He sees Danny inside. See where he is now. He's holding a bear trap. Lee opens the door again, just barely. Tell me what's going on. And sees him closing the door to the barn. Some fucker thinks this is a game. See where he is now. And Lee opens the door again, just barely, and sees a rifle barrel in his face. He knocks it away just in time and he misses. Lee swings at him with a hay hook and hits him right in the shoulder. He pulls it out though, he's still alive. Thankfully, Kenny comes out of nowhere now with a scythe and slashes him. As he's stumbling back, he falls into the bear trap. With his leg caught in it, he's completely incapacitated now. Where's my family, asshole? You can't have him. We need the vet. No! Cat! Lee, come on! Just go. I won't be far behind. Kenny runs off to see if Katya's okay, and Lee and Danny are alone now. Lee picks up a pitchfork and points it right at his neck. Understand now, don't you? You can have me. It's how the world works now. Give part of yourself so others can live. Mark never volunteered to be food. You gotta keep me alive. If you kill me, the meat gets tainted. You can't eat it. You're already tainted. You ain't gonna kill me. Just like you didn't kill Jolene. You don't have what it takes. <laughs> Fucking coward. But Lee raises the pitchfork and then slams it into his chest. 
just in time for Clem to see. Clementine moves over and hides behind Lily's leg, terrified at what she's just seen. Lee walks over to her to try to comfort her or say something. But he hears Katya in the distance. Let's go. I'll keep Clementine safe. Lily picks up Kenny's gun, trusts Lily to keep Clem safe. And so he leaves to try to rescue Katya and Doc. Outside the bar now, Lee walks into an absolute tempest. It's pouring rain with thunder and lightning. Kenny! And it's almost pitch black out. Kenny is nowhere in sight. What Lee does see, though, is rustling coming from the cornfield nearby. He can just barely make out a shape moving, and it looks like a walker. They must have heard the sounds from before, but before it can get close enough, someone takes it out from behind, and Lee sees who it is. Carly! It's Carly in her pink vest. Lee? And Ben comes up behind them. Ow! Still wearing his letterman jacket. Is everyone okay? We heard screams as we were coming up to the house. They attacked us! I knew it. I told you we couldn't trust them. Shit! How many of them are there? Two left. Where? Larry's dead. They chopped off Mark's legs and tried to feed them to us! Shit! Is everyone else okay? They've still got Duck and Katja in the house. I don't know where the fuck Kenny is. All right, we're coming in to help. The main gate is too dangerous. Go around the fence and see if there's a back way in. I'll keep looking for Kenny. Do you have a weapon? I don't leave home without it. Ben, stick close. And Lee, be careful. And the two of them disappear into the cornfield to try to find a way in. Lee looks up at the house, with all of its lights on and the thunder in the background. Lee sneaks up toward the house, so close now that he can hear their voices coming from inside. Oh, no. I'm gonna take the boy and kick around. No, please don't take my boy! Let's go, woman. Set her down. I don't want to hurt y'all. Andy? Danny, is that you? What's going on out there? We see Brenda's silhouette appear in the doorway. Yeah, it's me. Lee tries to impersonate his voice, but we see the silhouette walk away. And it's clear that she did not fall for it. Lee opens the screen door. Lee, get back! Where Don't you can see Brenda here. holding Katya hostage. Brenda has Katya at a headlock. And she's pointing a pistol right at her head. Lee! Lee, don't you take another step! Brenda, come on now. You know you don't want to do this. Just go away and leave us be. Katya is squirming and struggling to get away, but... Brenda is quite strong. We can see huge thunderbolts crashing in the window in the back of the stairwell where Brenda and Katya are. She's slowly backing away as Lee is slowly coming closer. Stop right there, I mean it! He keeps inching closer anyway. Think about what you're doing. It doesn't have to end like this. I'll kill her, Lee. Just let me go. At this point, Brenda looks absolutely deranged. She takes another step up the stairwell, and now we can see, at the very top, there's a zombie. Stay back! Don't do anything stupid! It's a zombie with no legs. It's Mark. Let her go, Brenda. Please, let's 
Brenda takes another step up the stairs, closer to Zombie Mark. I'll do it! Please! Katya is sobbing now. Lee's the only one who sees the zombies trying to grab from Brenda's throat. I don't want to kill you, Lee! Purposefully now, he starts walking closer to her, forcing her to take another step back. Please don't make this any worse! Brenda looks on the verge of tears now as well. Just stop! one step closer and Brenda takes one more step back up the stairs and then it grabs Brenda and bites her right in the throat. I said don't move asshole! Don't you fucking hurt him! Oh my god! Free at last, Katya runs outside to see Doc. Let him go, goddammit! That ain't gonna happen! And he has Doc and is pointing a gun at him. Kenny runs up and he shoots Kenny right in the stomach. Kenny falls over in a pool of his own Andy. blood now, and Andy still has duck. Who the fuck do you people think you are? Look at what you've done! Katya starts treating Kenny, and Lee is left trying to negotiate again. Drop this on yourself. No, uh-uh. You did this. All we wanted was a little gas to keep ourselves safe. And out of nowhere, Carly shoots him in the chest. He drops duck and goes tumbling down a hill. Lee races after him to see if he's actually dead. He jumps out of the shadows and kicks Lee right in the stomach. Lee fights back though and knocks him on the ground into a pool of muddy water. He climbs onto his chest and pins him down. And helpless there, Lee starts to punch him. He hits him in the face. And he keeps going, punching him again and again, and again, each time his face getting more bloody and more bruised, but he just keeps going. Lee climbs off from on top of him, Is that all you got, Lee? and stands over him, you ain't shit. and he just barely manages to get up to his knees. Over! But he can't really do anything else. Fuck you! As soon as Danny Mama get out here, you, you all fucked. <laughs> he barely has the energy to look at Lee and keep his head up. They're not coming. What do you mean? And now Lee has a choice. Lee? What the fuck do you mean? He can finish him off, or he can walk away. Don't you dare walk away from me, Lee! Get back here and finish this, Lee! Lee and the rest of the group turn around and just walk away. Lee! And then we see the generator, which is keeping all the electric fences going, run out of gas. Zombies from all over start coming through the fences. He cries out to Lee for help. Let's go. But he ignores them. The ravenous beasts surround him on all sides, and we don't see his ultimate end, but we understand his ultimate fate. That he, now, is the one who will become food for the monsters of the world.
When we see them next, the group is walking through the woods. Everyone is somber. No one is talking. Kenny is still bloody from where he got shot, but the bleeding seems to have stopped. Carly comes over to Lee to talk. Hey, Lee. I'd say I'm sorry for leaving the motel unattended, but, you know. I'm glad you showed up when you did. If you hadn't taken that shot at Andy, we might not have gotten out of there. Were they really killing people? For food? Yeah, they were. That is sick. God, just... Ugh. Clementine, she doesn't know, right? She's not stupid, Carly. Katya managed to grab this while she was in the house. She said it was with your stuff. Yeah. I found it while I was looking for the people who shot Mark. Do you want it? Why don't you keep it? Sometimes it helps to have something you can document your thoughts on. It's the video camera from Jolene's campsite. The crazy woman who they ended up shooting. <clears throat> Kenny grabs his stomach in pain. How are you doing? I'll be fine. I'm just not as young as I used to be. And Lee comes over because they have some things to discuss. Hon, go on ahead and give me and Lee a second. As they walk away, Lee and Kenny share a nervous look. There's gonna be fallout. For killing Lily's dad? Yeah, I would imagine so. What do you think? I'm with you, Kenny. We'll do what has to be done. You're damn right. Listen, that RV back at the motor inn is just about ready to roll. I want you to come with us. I mean it. Okay. Yeah. As they're talking, Clem comes over. Come on, Clementine. Stay close. But she stays back. Lee, did you have to kill those men? Lee winces, remembering that Clem saw him stick a pitchfork in another man's body. I'm sorry you had to see that, but I only did it to protect us. Because they tried to hurt us? Yes. Okay. Hey, Dad. What's that noise? Duck had gone up ahead, and he calls the group over to check out what he found. Sounds like a car. Oh, God. Not more strangers. They crouch down and sneak toward the sound. And in the clearing, they see a station wagon with the headlights on and the door and trunk open. But it doesn't look like there's anyone there. Hello? Lee calls out, but there's no movement at all. No one calls back. It seems to be abandoned. Even so, Lee is careful as he sneaks toward the car and takes the keys out. Figures. He sees that the gas is empty. Oh, crap. But then Kenny calls out. He was looking in the trunk. Baby, you gotta see this. There's a shitload of food and supplies back here. There are boxes and boxes and crates and bags full of canned food and bread and all sorts of supplies. This food could save all of us. Lily isn't as happy, though. Not all of us. <sighs> Kenny sighs, knowing he's talking about Larry, but he ignores it. Look, we don't know if these people are dead. Ben looks worried, and Lily just looks furious. If they come back, then we're just monsters who came out of the woods and ruined their lives. This stuff isn't ours. Dad, whose car is it? Don't worry about that, Duck. It's ours now. It's abandoned, Ducky. Don't worry. What if it's not? Clem feels compelled to speak up. Well, what if it's not abandoned? What if it is someone's? And here, Lee has a choice. He can side with Clem and not take the food, or he can side with the group and take it. You're right. We shouldn't take this. What? Did you get some meal back there the rest of us missed out on? We have to take this stuff. Lee steps away from the car and joins Clem on the side. 
Clementine and I don't want any part of this. We're starving. Suit yourself. The rest of us are taking this stuff. Okay, what have we got in here? Look, there's more food in that box. They have antibiotics. What else do they have? See if there's any water. Here. Clem takes Lee's hand as they sit back, helplessly watching as the rest of the group steals all of this food yeah, and it. takes as much as they possibly Lee, there's can. there's a hoodie in here. Could probably fit Clementine. Katya found a hoodie, even. A red hoodie that would look great on Clem and keep her warm. She's good. Thanks. But they don't want it. Whatever, man. It's gonna get cold out eventually. Carly comes over. Hey, there were some batteries in one of those boxes. I thought they might work in your camcorder. Here, you can have some, too. For your walkie-talkie. Batteries, huh? Think you can handle those? You're not gonna let me live that down, are you? She gives him a wry smile as Lee hands her the camcorder. She puts the batteries in and starts oh to watch God. the video. Lee, you're gonna want to see this. But looks horrified at what she's seeing. She shows it to Lee. Oh, shit. And he is similarly horrified. The footage is shaky, but we can see that it's of the motor in. It's the group working to set it up when they're moving couches and cars and setting up their defenses. This woman was watching them. The camera quickly cuts to something else. Jake, Bart, Linda, and all y'all fucking sickos from the save lots. They call y'all bandits, but you're fucking rapers. And then goes back to the motor end. Oh, darling, baby, look at you. Look at you. She zooms in on Clem. Hey, mama, sweetheart. We won't let them bandits get you, will we? Okay. Where's your hat? I don't know. Can you help me find it? Sure. When did you lose it? I had it a couple days ago. I promise. If you're thinking it, you're I'll safe, sitting there acting like things are the way they used to be. The dead don't kill their own. It's the living you've got to be afraid of. The people I used to call friends. The people who just... Don't worry, little girl. Bandits got their eye on that dairy. As long as they keep getting food from them, you'll be safe. I promise. And that's episode four of Let's Listen. Jolene, the woman on the camera, had grown delusional after all she'd been through. She'd lived with bandits who were rapists. She knew about the cannibals at the dairy farm. And crazy as she was, she might have been right about one thing. It's the living you gotta be afraid of. Next time on Let's Listen, the power struggle between Kenny and Lily hits a breaking point. Lee and Duck team up to investigate a potential traitor. And the group finally meets those bandits face to face. If you like the show and the work I've been doing, Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Let's Listen on social media. You can go to letslistenpodcast.com to learn more. Or you can email me at theletslistenpodcast at gmail.com. Again, my name is Sam, and this has been episode four of Let's Listen. I'll see you next time.